news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father God, we come thanking you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who have tuned in. We pray for healing in this nation in the midst of the social unrest. We also pray for those who are affected by the hurricane. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. As we continue to look at the parables of Jesus, I want to look at the parables in Matthew's gospel. The parable of the faithful servant is found in Matthew 24, verses 45 through 47. In this parable, the master of the house puts his servant in charge of his house. When the master returns, he finds the servant taking care of business. Jesus is telling us that while he is away, we must carry on and do the things we were instructed to do before he left. When the Lord returns and finds the faithful doing his will, there is a reward for us. Contrast the faithful servant with the evil servant. He does not think that the master of the house will return, so he mistreated his fellow servants and gave himself to the pleasures of the world. We have been warned to stay on high alert for Christ's return. Just as the faithful servant was rewarded, so too was the evil servant. His punishment will result in weeping and gnashing of teeth. My friends, the unsaved are going about their business, not looking for the return of Jesus. Unfortunately, Christians are also going about their daily business and are not ready for his return. Will he find you faithful? Speaking of weeping and gnashing of teeth, a few years ago, my Auburn friend Mike Barker was defending himself from the Alabama football faithful. Mike's line was, after Auburn beats Alabama, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Alabama lost the famous kick six game, and Mike, a Christian as well as an Auburn fan, enjoyed the weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mike warned him, just like Jesus warned us, he is coming back. The parable of the wheat and tares is found in Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. It is one of nine parables in chapter 13. It says, Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted, it produced a crop. Then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, an enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat. Let them both grow together until harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First, gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Folks, this parable is about the corruption that infiltrates the church. Have you noticed the number of church scandals that have been brought to light? Expect more as God is separating his people from the pretenders. Jesus explains this parable to his disciples in Matthew 13 verses 36 through 43. The parable of the leaven is found in Matthew 13 verse 33. It says, another parable he spoke to them, The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leavened. Now for all you non-bakers, 
When making bread in the first century, they would throw a piece of leftover dough from the last batch. This leftover piece would have fermented and acting like yeast would cause the bread to rise. Although leaven has a negative connotation in other parables, in this parable, the gospel would begin with 12 untrained men and like yeast would spread throughout the world. Yeast would affect the entire lump of the dough and continue to work silently. The next parable is the parable of the hidden treasure and that's found in Matthew 13 verse 44. Jesus teaches, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Folks, how much is heaven worth to you? Jesus gave his life so that you and I will be able to share heaven with him. Now, since he gave his life, don't you think you may have to sacrifice something? The price has already been paid. There is nothing you can do to buy your way into heaven, but you may have to give up a part of you in order to conform to the image of Jesus. Whatever sin you have been set free from doing is what you have to give up. Would you be willing to trade your sin for total forgiveness? Great. It's already been done. Total forgiveness. Now what is that really worth? Now remember, Jesus sacrificed his life. Will you sacrifice your sin? How about your relationships? Your job? Maybe even your own life? The parable of the pearl is similar to the parable of the hidden treasure. This parable is found in Matthew 13, verses 45 through 46. It says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he found one pearl of great price, went and sold all he had and bought it. My Christian friends, can you put a value on salvation? You can't buy it. Again, it's a gift. Jesus is telling us that the kingdom of heaven is so valuable, we must be willing to give up everything and go for it. The next parable is the parable of the net, found in Matthew 13, verses 47 through 50. Jesus uses a fishing story to describe the gathering, which is a net, of all mankind, which are fish, and the angels separating the good fish, which are the saved, from the bad fish, which are the condemned. The parable of the householder is the often overlooked ninth parable in Matthew chapter 13. It appears in Matthew 13 verses 51 through 53. It reads, Jesus said to them, Have you understood all these things? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he said to them, Therefore every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things old and new. My Christian comrades, I have my concerns about the disciples understanding all the parables of Jesus. You have eight previous parables and 12 men. How would you like to be the one man who didn't quite catch on? But let's assume that they understood all of the parables. In Jesus' time, scribes were often viewed negatively because they followed the tradition of men instead of God's commandments. The scribes in Jesus' parable are those who have been instructed by the Master and are able to understand after being given godly wisdom and revelation. The disciples would then be able to build upon the spiritual truths they had learned from Jesus and were then able to spread the good news of the kingdom of heaven throughout the world. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your spiritual truths. We pray for understanding. We pray that we may become more diligent watchers for you, anticipating your return. We pray that we continue to sow good seed your word, and that it falls on good ground. 
We pray for the salvation of the lost. In Jesus' name, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. The first anniversary of Great Ministries is coming up September the 10th. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you may mail your check to P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Or call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed, stay safe, and have a great week.